test of the new uh, speaker system, the microphone system. See if this works as well as the the Apple uh, the Apple mic that I've been using in the past that I've somehow misplaced in my week away. Much apologies to all my devoted listeners out there. This is wood, concrete, glass. Um, I yeah, uh, I had all intentions of recording couple podcasts while I was walking around in Toronto, which was uh, where I was at the last week, because, man, there is some cool architecture going on up there. I uh, I was very impressed. They have a different building style than we do over here on the West Coast. It's a lot of brick and concrete, and um, in the city itself, and some of the little, you know, neighborhoods uh, on the outside, they've got a lot of um, duplex builds. Which is, which is quite interesting because um, it's just a different uh, different approach to the whole system. Um, instead of everybody having detached, duplex offers you a chance to sort of have longer, skinnier uh, buildings, but then um, you, you'd sort of get more of a detached feel instead of just a townhouse, which uh, can be uh, sort of a hassle because you're oftentimes in a strata situation at that point. You have more than you have more than um, two shared walls. You got if you have two shared walls, you you got troubles with getting along with your with your neighbors. They, they seem to all be stratified out here. These were all detached dwellings. You know, it's you and your it's you and the other half of your duplex. I mean, I don't know from a from a um, legal perspective or a purchase perspective how you deal with some of those issues on a duplex. Um, but I mean, it's it would be a, a form of strata ownership. Uh, there would be certain requirements that you would need to meet. You probably have to have some sort of contingency set aside. But uh, yeah, no, it was interesting. And um, a lot of clash of, you know, if you think about um, sort of model I've been espousing with of stag, study, teach, apply, and uh, and get to it. But uh, so you, you see, like inspiration in these cities, um, you get to see how uh, big cities approach some of these zoning issues just by walking. You can see, okay, this area may have heritage requirements, um, and you'll start to see a, a real interesting mix of of an old heritage building. That has been brought into the modern, um, you know, the modern era with, you know, uh, revised windows and, and things that give it the little, the little nuance of modern modernity, um, yet sort of um, retrofitted into an old, um, old structure. So it's really neat. Um, and I took loads of pictures. I'll get some of those up on, on Instagram pretty soon um, to just sort of showcase some of the. Some of the neat ideas that I saw, uh, and when you're building with brick, I mean, the issue that we have out here on the West Coast is uh, some of the seismic requirements. Um, they don't have those same requirements in Ontario. They probably have their own. Um, probably snow load requirements are quite challenging. They'll have their own um, issues to deal with. But uh, yeah, I just found it interesting. That just you know, different different style of living. Um, it gives you that. A sort of long look to a house where you you know you enter in probably staircase up the side to the second or 
third floor. Uh, staircase down off the main living room, right off the off the entrance. Um, kitchen and behind that. Bedrooms upstairs, probably sort of a, a rec room in the basement, maybe an additional bedroom. But uh, works great because you can put all of your your staircase on the shared wall. And what that does is, and, you know, you don't have to worry about your egress and all that sort of stuff. All that stuff comes in off the other side. And if properly positioned, um, you've got no problem with uh, with light and stuff. You can, you can have you can have that down down the side that that you're not getting any natural light coming in anyway. So it's it's perfectly utilized for uh, for travel up and down the stairs. So one thing that I did notice in some of these older houses was some uh, some frost settling. So a lot of the concrete work that you know for staircases and that sort of thing it's all heaved and settled and, and it looked real bad. And it could have just been the area that I was in was under maintained. Um, that's not something that you see so much here in the West Coast. Probably we don't get those temperature changes. Um, we get temperature changes, but not as extreme as that. They probably go from a potential high of 30 below negative 30, which is a much greater um, difference than we would have here. So, that was interesting. Uh, what else is happening? Uh, back to work, of course, you, you get back to your desk and you've got a whole host of uh, whole host of emails and stuff to pour through. Uh, those are the standard sort of things you deal with uh, in, a, in a government government job, um, especially in my role, um, union. Right? So there's no uh, there's no blackberry on me as I travel. Uh, so it all just loads up. Uh, I've got my files to a the level that uh, I thought it was going to be pretty, pretty straightforward, and you know, my colleagues picked up the slack and things kept moving. Um, when it comes to, to the issuance of a permit, this is something that's important for people who are considering going through this process. If you get somebody, um, make contact with people, right? So if you get your permit in, and we'll talk about this later on down the line, like how to maintain a file once you've got your application in. But just as a little, because I think it's sort of topical right now, and I don't really want to get into the full scope of it. But like, if somebody sends you an email to sort of say, oh yeah, I've got what I do with my with my clients before I head out. Like, oh yeah, I've got things to this level. Um, I'm gone for eight or nine days, what have you. And uh, these are the things to look out for while, while I'm away. You seem to be in a position where you're not going to be ready for issuance. So, you know, don't really worry about anything. Um, we'll see you know, talk when we get back. That, I mean, that should be an indicator that, okay, he, he has sort of got things to a point. I'll, I'll wait to hear from him. Um, of course, I can't do that for all my files, but things that were approaching issuance and areas where there might have been a lack of clarity. That's what I, what I did. So, again, if you're going away and you have an application in, do the same thing. Right? You've got an application in for a renovation, you're not actually going to be um, around at a certain period of time. Let the person know what you're doing. Because it could also take the pressure off of him or her. I don't need to talk. I'm just looking at it through my eyes. That's the reason I get that way. Is that because we get through 
at any local government, there's the, the very cyclical, um, the very cyclical nature to work. So you get um, you get busy season, obviously spring, summer when people actually want to build, and then winter is pretty dead, right? Like nobody builds stuff. There might be required maintenance that needs to take place, but nobody wants to build a new house in the winter. So keep that in mind, and don't waste people's time by by giving them the rush, rush all summer long, and then not picking up your permit. Like, you know, sometimes we get applications in, and it's, you know, come on, I need this thing yesterday, I need this thing yesterday, and like I'm moving heaven and earth to try to get the permit to a position where I can issue it. Making, you know, sometimes putting myself out there a little bit, you know, asking my boss, oh, anyway, like. If we get, if they get this, this, and this, can we issue it when you may have covenants in place or may not have um, a, you know, something that's that's usually a requirement before issuance? And you know, you know, you push, push, and you get it sorted out, and then all of a sudden, okay, I've done this, that, and the other thing for you, it's ready to issue. Here's the here's the total. Get down to the city hall as soon as you can. Have it ready for the county, and it's radio silence. Radio silence for a week. Radio silence for three weeks, for a month. And you think, why did you go? Why did you push when you weren't actually ready to go with this thing? Because there's certain things that need to take place. You have to demo before I can give give you a new permit. And I, I'm I'm proactive in this. I've seen it happen too many times at the end where people don't understand that they need to take the house down before they can get a permit issued, which is very obvious. But, um, but maybe not. I don't know. Maybe just because I've seen this process back and forth so many times is that um, I know that you need to have it's a it's a staff cam, right? Or for us, defense cam. But it's like a, it's a higher level than you need to show on the tax record whatever building was there being deleted off of the site before a new one can go on. Otherwise, you're going to just have a new um, a new building added to the site, and they're going to tax you double. And then it's a matter of fighting the probably the federal government to get one of them removed from the site. So, long ramble or short ramble, I guess you could say. But uh, I'm back at it. Um, hit me up on on uh, Twitter at Concrete Glass or Instagram, um, and uh, let me know what you want to hear about. Again, I'm, I'm going to keep walking through these different things that they pop into my head, but um, there's no real no real um, plan for these podcasts. I'm going to try to go in a, in a general order of how I see things. So there will be a bit of structure to it, but uh, for the most part, it's going to be me having a chat with Cuthbert. Okay, have a good day.